Kidventures. Where will your next trip take you? Hi, this is Ting from My Travel Monkey. And Kathy from Mummy Travels. And you're listening to Kidventures, the family travel podcast. This episode is one with a bit of a difference from usual. Instead of our usual more light-hearted chats about travel, this time we're tackling the one subject that is on everyone's minds at the moment, coronavirus. The news is changing daily as we record this. Italy has just gone into lockdown and by the time it's edited and live, we won't be surprised if the situation has already changed again. It's important also to say at the start that we are not medical professionals. So, you know, whatever we go on to say, (laughs) obviously always follow advice from your doctor or public health bodies and the latest recommendations, you know, much as we want you to follow our advice, they know more. Yeah, definitely. But um, whether you're planning a trip, have a trip booked or just wondering what this is going to mean for us all, we wanted to chat about some of the everyday questions and issues in people's minds when it comes to travelling and the virus. I think it's on everyone's minds, isn't it, whether you're whether you're travelling or not, but particularly if you're trying to think ahead, trying to plan, trying to work out, you know, it's... Definitely. It would be lovely to be able to look a couple of months into the future, wouldn't it, and just go, aha, so that's what's going to happen and we'll, well, we'll plan that... accordingly. I think that's the main problem about COVID-19. I think it's the uncertainty for for yeah. everyone, um, whatever industry you're in, particularly travel, but it's the uncertainty of not knowing when it's going to peak, how many mm. people are going to get it, if we're, we're going to be in lockdown here in the UK as cases increase. Um, obviously, there's worries for businesses. I mean, you know, my husband's self-employed and... If he has to self-isolate for two weeks, he's not one of these people who can work from home. Um, Those things are what's worrying, I think, for a lot of people. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think it doesn't help as well that there is a lot of misinformation out there. I couldn't actually believe I saw the other day that um, one of the social media networks had had to shut an account, I think, for recommending people drink bleach. Oh, you're kidding me. Seriously. Seriously. I I mean, drinking bleach, I know I said I wasn't a medical professional, but drinking bleach is never good. Never. No. And anyone who would believe that, uh, uh, anyway. Yeah. uh, Yeah, there is a lot of fake news about. um, There is. So I thought it's worth, let's let's start with a few facts. (laughs) How is it spread? Yeah, so... I mean, obviously, it's a new virus and more information is coming out the whole time. But it seems very unlikely that it's airborne. So it will spread in a way to similar other viruses. So in uh, in coughs, in sneezes, actual fairly close contact with someone or, you know, I mean, this is all a bit icky, but someone sneezes on a surface and you touch it and then you touch your face. That's how you're going to get it. It's not going to come on packages or just walking down the street where someone's breathed it out, for example. Which is kind of why the advice for hand washing at the moment is is being pushed so hard. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> because if you wash your hands regularly, yeah. um, especially and if you sneeze and you cough into a tissue and then dispose of it, then yeah. that eliminates those droplets from infecting. Yeah. And um, we, we will say Kidventure's official position is just keep washing your hands anyway, virus or not. Washing That's your hands true. is a good thing, people. Yes, especially after you go to the bathroom. Yes. And I see people who don't, which is really icky. It really, really, yes. 
um and i know i most parents as well will have this thing of have you washed your hands yes with yeah. soap pause well, at, at my small kids, child goes back to bathroom my kids school, yeah. they're really pushing it now yes washing okay. the hands um, yeah. they have to wash their hands before they even go into the classroom now yeah same yeah. before and after each meal and I, I like I, I keep hearing the sound of happy birthday being sung in the, in the background <laughs> I have actually been doing that in my head as well um although I've not been so good about not touching my face and my eyes I think I just do it without yeah. realizing I do it and the other day I was kind of rubbing my eyes and I was like oh no it's so you don't notice I suddenly realized I'm sitting here and literally got my hands on my face but exactly um, I have washed them today and I have not touched anything else except me because I'm here on my own (laughs) um but anyway sidetracking so back to um I mean what were you saying taking a plane for example is not significantly more dangerous than taking the tube or taking a bus and in fact, maybe less dangerous than going into work just because of the way um, most offices will tend to be air conditioned. Yeah. Um, and it's stale air that keeps yeah. going round and round. Whereas actually, I think on an aeroplane, you get better air quality yes. um, because of the systems are filtering it every two to three minutes, I think. That's right. There's been research which says on a plane, the air is totally replaced every two to three minutes, whereas an air-conditioned building, so an office or a shop or whatever, is more like every 10 to 12. And planes have very high efficiency filters, which can filter out viruses. Now that the kind of the beginning, the virus was so isolated, wasn't it, in China? Mm. Um, And actually, it's, it's China and Asia now that have got it pretty much under control. Yeah, a lot more now so. spreading mm. like wildfire in Europe across mm. Europe. Um, so in my mind, just just having seen what's happened in China, is it will probably get worse um, before yeah. it gets better. Um, again, I'm no no expert. This is just my personal opinion. Um, I but obviously. Now that people are getting it without having travelled, yeah, uh, there's the difference now um, in the UK. Particularly, that, that's it exactly. So it's now it's now moved beyond it only affecting people who've yeah who've just My, back from Italy or been to China. The media have been not sensationalising. Well, actually, I did read an article in one of national rags, I'm not going to mention their names, that I must have counted 20 sensationalist mm. words that they used in the article, you know, deadly and um, epidemic. And, yeah. and, and, and yet they, they factored in the actual facts within these words so 25,000 people when I read it had been tested and I think at the time it was three or four people had died with underlying health conditions I'd like to add and I worked that out which and it's actually less than one percent so I think that's it I mean the risk officially is moderate and I know that the the numbers are going up and people are still working out the the percentages and so on because it you know it depends on how cases are being diagnosed and so on I think I think it's very easy to um 
a lot of people are blaming the media for you know fanning the flames but it, it's got to be reported on and I think personally social media has been far worse in what I've seen that that's where you get people panicking and you know hoarding toilet rolls and people talking oh, about and pasta and pasta and baked beans and antibac gel and all the rest of it and you know even when you're thinking okay I'm going to be quite sensible and level-headed about this and let's read the facts and so on and and even then you get swept up and I found myself counting toilet rolls and you're like this is ridiculous come on you know let's let's calm well, it I, I, I down haven't a bit read that. anywhere where COVID-19 has actually caused any stomach upsets no you don't actually say. need extra <laughs> toilet roll if you get it anyway no um, <laughs> people obsessed with toilet roll and as people have pointed out you know you actually need other people to be able to wash their hands and go to the toilet hygienically exactly. as well not just you it doesn't unless you're hiding back you have toilet roll you... yeah. <laughs> but it also doesn't matter if you slather your hands and hands back every minute of the day if someone else hasn't done it and followed yeah. any hand washing and made you a sandwich then <laughs> that's so grim I'm so sorry but that's you know <laughs> that's what came into my head yeah. but but that's the no, truth but it's of true. it it's true this is it I don't you know and I don't I don't want it to sound like we're making light of no. the dangers you know and for for people who are more at risk who are elderly who have underlying health conditions I know a lot of people with asthma are very worried you know this is this isn't you know this isn't just a cold we we all appreciate that um, although I think we can all agree that we should not be hoarding toilet roll. No one should be hoarding toilet roll. Okay. Um, but I think it's the trickiest thing is finding the balance, because if you look at it just from the point of stopping the virus spreading, then you'd say, OK, everyone should self-isolate. All events should be cancelled. Schools should be shut. But the impact that would have is Devastating. gigantic. Devastating. Yeah. And it already is. It's already starting to affect the economy. I mean, share yeah. prices have plummeted. Um, you know, travel companies are, look at Flybee, have recently yeah. collapsed. And actually, there are other airlines um, that are in the news at the moment that look yeah. like they are also... I don't think Flybee will be in trouble. Yeah, I mean, there yeah. are others that need bailouts. Definitely. Definitely. Um, at least. And um, that's just weeks in. Independent, you know, if, if the large multi-million pound companies are struggling then think about the smaller independent travel companies um, who are probably already on their knees because of this. Um, I was reading that it could be costing the tourism industry worldwide could be losing between 30 and 50 billion dollars every month. It's scary. It's scary. Italy will have lost tens of billions of pounds um, because of this, just one country. Um, and, you know, I'm not equally, I'm not saying money is more important than people's lives and so on, but people's lives are going to be affected Dependent by, on by you know, all the flybee employees have lost their jobs already. Yeah. So this is, I think it's very tempting. And I've seen articles which basically say, cancel everything now, shut all the schools, everyone should work from home, don't go near anyone, stay at home. From home. And that's a fact. A lot of people, a lot of people don't yeah. work from home. A no. lot of people. Um, have to go out to like manual people people builders I mean you know plumbers what they meant to do delivery drivers taxi cab workers there are just so many people 
who do not work from home. Yeah. It's just, I keep seeing that and I keep thinking, well, that's actually not the case. I actually think the majority of people in this country probably cannot work from home. Well, that's it. I mean, fair enough. If you can, yeah, if you can, and your your work is encouraging it, and you can do it remotely, you know, absolutely, why not? Um, But if you need to go to work in a factory, it's not like you can set it up in your kitchen, is it, for the interim? And and I've heard of them. You know, there are so, like you said about big events already. So many conferences and so many um, events have been cancelled so far, and those people who that is their livelihood that is their job to organize those events mm. um, pull in um stuff for that including financial sponsorships and things like that they they've literally lost years of work yeah these events are just cancelled um and it's really it's really worrying times for a lot of people i think not think necessarily so. actually catching you know the virus but yeah. all the things that come with the virus and how it's affecting our economy and our businesses and yeah it's 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 actually quite depressing <laughs> yes yeah um, <laughs> you know so uh, i suppose then it's you know what we what we do what we can do i mean we, we said obviously Every day, there's everyday measures, hand washing, antibacterial gels, sort of hand sanitizer if it has 60% plus alcohol content. Otherwise, yeah. you know, this is antibacterial. If it doesn't have the alcohol content, it won't actually do anything mm-hmm. for a virus. Yeah. Um, masks, I, I've got to say, I was, I've been on the tubes this week more than usual. I've not really seen loads of people in London wearing no, masks. I haven't either. I was th- in London last week and yeah. actually I saw no one with a mask on. No. But what I've, um, you know, and the advice there is actually that there is not a lot of evidence they're effective unless you actually have the virus yes. and don't want to pass it on. Of or like health workers and so on, you know, obviously make sense because they come in contact. And even if you do have them, you, the paper ones are unlikely to work. You've got to have a um, like the proper fabric ones and you have to fit them and dispose of them correctly and don't keep touching the mask because yeah, otherwise... Yeah, because then you start touching other yeah. things. Exactly. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so I think the people who are also bulk buying uh, massive supplies of masks from online, again, don't really think that you need to be doing that. Um, so I, taking trips... I mean, obviously, everyone's personal situation is different. And I think if you were going to take one, a lot of people are considering more, for example, what would happen if you were quarantined um, in a country, if you're overseas or had to self-isolate when you get back? Um, how, you know, how would that work in practical terms if you were stuck somewhere for an extra week? Would that be a that, pain that you can manage? Would it be a nightmare? Well, I'm actually yeah. going away. Um, I haven't actually told many people. Uh, I haven't booked to go away in about three weeks' time uh, to Mallorca. And um, obviously, I have been thinking long and hard about it. Um, everything's kind of paid for. Uh, and I had to spend a good hour to my travel uh, insurers because they were so inundated, I was kept on hold yeah. for an hour. I mean, the only reason I didn't um, go get really angry about that was it was a free phone number, thank God. <laughs> <laughs> but when I finally got through, they, obviously your insurers are different. Mm. My insurer has said that uh, unless 
well, I think this is the general advice for most people, unless a country or destination is put under FCO's no-go area, um, you are effectively still able to travel there. So insurance, in, t- in terms of insurance, they will not give you any money back yeah. if you cancel because that has been your choice to cancel. Exactly. And um, I, I obviously said to them, what happens if I was quarantined while I was out there? And they have said under the terms of my insurance that they would cover or accommodation costs during that quarantine period, as well as getting me home, so being repatriated home, they would cover that cost, uh, but they wouldn't cover the cost of food. So that's the only thing that they wouldn't cover the cost of. So I think it's important you check with your insurers directly um, about what they will and will not cover you for. um, And, and, make sure you explain to them exactly all the scenarios that you're worried about if if it did happen it's interesting actually because obviously you you always approach it with the idea of what if i go somewhere and i'm more at risk of catching it but actually the, the more time goes on certainly for people in the uk you've actually potentially got more chance of taking it somewhere that doesn't have the cases so it's another thing to to bear in mind that if you're going somewhere that has no cases will they still let you in I mean, obviously, if they don't, then that's a different insurance scenario or cancellation scenario. Um, just, I suppose, all the things to to bear in mind. Um, in in terms of insurance as well, just to add to what yours has told you, that I've, I've heard that it's going to be, it, you will have to pay through the nose to get a policy that will cover coronavirus, COVID-19 specifically. It's very rare that any of them will. So if you had a policy before the outbreak started, you're probably in one of the best cases. Thankfully, I got my annual one in January, so I'm, hopeful, I'm hoping that if that comes comes needed, then that will be good, because otherwise insurers might start arguing it's now a known situation if you're buying a new policy. Right. Um, but as with, you know, the basic for travel insurance always is get it as soon as you book, Or, you know, if you get annual policies before you book, because if you book a trip to, you know, let's pick a country that has no, you know, no cases of coronavirus now, you book your trip tomorrow, you're going to travel in July, um, and then say in May, there's a sudden outbreak, and the FCO says, no, you can't go there or whatever, um, then you're, and you haven't got a policy yet, then you won't end up being covered. No. If the other thing to add is that, yeah, if the FCO advice is against all but essential travel, so basically don't go, or indeed just don't go, <laughs> yeah, um, then yeah, you should get your refund. That should make it easier to get your refunds um, either through the insurance or your airline or package. But I'm guessing that as time goes on, this may well end up getting harder and more companies trying to wriggle out of it because they're going to get more and more people claiming. Well, definitely my insurers have already said to me, though, that I would first have to go to the airline. I would first have to go to the hotel and then even my credit card company um, before they would pay out. And I would have to prove that I have gone to every single one of those. Right. They've refused me before the insurers would pay out which is rather annoying but at least they're not saying 
no that they were I just have to jump through a few hoops if if Mm. I have to claim obviously kids can could trans could carry it even if they don't fall ill but I mean that's that's one of the things it seems that they are actually less at risk than the elderly so for you know, there, obviously there are hundreds of considerations for, for everyone in their individual situation, but it does seem that one, at least, if you're worried about what if my kids get ill, yeah, yeah. that actually seems less likely. The, with the risks are low, yeah, yeah, kids. And actually, you know, I booked this trip before COVID-19 mm. really escalated um, here as well in the UK. Um, and I've got another trip planned in May, and these are all trips that were kind of planned before any of this kicked off. Would I book a new trip now? Probably not. I mean, not just because of insurance issues, um, but I think it's a good... If you haven't booked a trip, I suppose I would be more inclined to wait and see what yeah. happens. Um I mean, I know some people are desperate to get away and get some sunshine and stuff like that, but it, it's definitely worth waiting and seeing. And I think so. I mean, I I don't have, I don't actually have anything booked, which is a bit rare. Now, I wouldn't be, I, I've been actually chatting to people this week. Although you have about, been away twice already, can I just say, this year? I have been away twice. Yes. So don't feel sorry for her, anybody. Yeah. <laughs> 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 it's all right, yes, the tiny violins can go away yeah. now. <laughs> Um, but I mean, I've been talking to people this week about possible trips for October half term, possibly yeah. this summer, uh, late Just, summer. Yeah. On the basis that hopefully this can't go on. Well, in fact, this can't go on forever. You know, this situation has to develop. We don't know how it will, but I think the one thing that we know is that we, it won't, it won't carry on exactly like this. Um, I don't have Easter book though and I'm not booking anything right now but equally I wouldn't by October half term or something by end of July August I feel I'd I'd feel happier booking that now I mean in the knowledge that you never know what's going to happen my mum who had cancer many years ago her immune system isn't as it should be after having treatment she is also got a cruise booked in a few weeks She's already cancelled one because she was actually poorly at the time. Yeah. Wasn't, you know, thinking that actually it was not good for her to go. But she's fit and well at the moment. Every person has to be tested before they can board the ship now. That oh, is, that's interesting. I hadn't yeah. realised that. So that is Makes the rule of her cruise liner. Yeah. Uh, I know from a lot of cruises, and I think more companies are doing this as well, that they are making it more flexible so if you are booking or you have a booking that if for any reason you want to or it has to be postponed you get the full credit towards a trip later on yeah yeah so at the very least you would hopefully not lose money and would get your trip later and also you know from the industry point of view that these companies know there's something still coming in yes one day when I think that's happening a lot with a lot of travel companies they are allowing transfers or uh, people to postpone it to 2021 or later this year because I can guarantee when this horribleness 
out, you know, calms down and we have it contained, mm-hmm. which I'm sure it will be. Um, everyone will be like, I'm going to go away. Where can we travel to now? Yes. They will. They will. Yeah. Um, and um, hopefully the industry will pick back up uh, for everyone. I mean, you know, as as travel writers ourselves, we've noticed a huge decline, haven't we? Massively. Absolutely massively. No one is no one is reading about travel, no. let alone <laughs> booking it, frankly, <laughs> at the moment. Um you kind of can't blame it. People, no. you know, no one's no one's gonna be researching a trip if you don't know if you can go anywhere. We'll just have to wait and see. That's the problem, isn't it? And that and that's I think the scary part for most people. People don't like being not in control of no. a situation and a lot of it rests on honesty and people following protocol I mean you can tell people to self-isolate and you can tell people not to come into an office or you can tell people not to travel there if they're feeling unwell mm. but you can't police it and there may be people out there who are just ignoring that advice completely I know when people are actually on the breadline and thinking they can't yeah. pay their rent or they can't pay their bills um, because I've got a bit of a sore throat I, I reckon I don't have it yeah. I'm going to risk it. Yeah, of course. And yeah. I think people everywhere should just be mindful of of all of that. Everyone's in a different situation. No sharing of these horrible racist memes I keep coming across. And no. Yeah. Really foul stuff that has been cropping up since the outbreak. It's just, it's just calm people and uh, not an excuse for horrible trolls. Never, never an excuse for that. So... This has been a rather different podcast than usual, yeah. possibly less upbeat. We hope it's been useful. Um, and if you do want more of the usual kind of cheery family yeah. travel advice and inspiration, then um, check out all the earlier podcasts as well. Um, let us know if there's anything you want us to cover in a future one. You know, do you do you enjoy listening to sort of more newsy ones like this? Do you want to keep it uh, more on the, um, you like know, how to meals. get your kids to eat different food when you're abroad? Yeah. You know, let us know and uh, head to kidventures.co.uk for more and where to subscribe and don't forget to review this and recommend to your friends see you again soon for the next kid venture